0: Welcome to the Why Not Need podcast, where we share practical life experiences about our real business journey in hopes to inspire and encourage you to dream
1: bigger and believe in yourself. Follow us as we share real life wins and struggles and figure out this whole podcast thing as we go.
0: We have no idea what we're doing, but But we're doing doing it anyway. anyway. Hi, friends. Welcome back. Hi. Hi. Following our last episode, which was on leadership, we talked about the good and the bad aspects of leadership. We are going to unpeel some more layers today. We are going to be talking about team culture. As we are building bigger and sponsoring and attracting people to our organization, we wanna make sure that we are creating a culture that is a positive space that our team not only wants to be a part of, but more importantly is a positive space where they want to stay. Are you ready to dive in with us today? Kick us off, Veronica. So what is team culture? What are we
1: talking about here? So team culture is a combination of a few different things, values, beliefs, and behaviors. This is what is going to set the tone in your leadership journey and in your team. As a leader, you are responsible for your team culture and what I like to call your team vibe like they say, your vibe attracts your tribe. It is very, very true. A good and strong team culture is key for developing a high level of engagement, keeps people motivated, gets people through some difficult times, and it is so incredibly important and once you start building a team, if you already have or you're thinking about it, this is going to either make or break your team, how it grows, how people develop in your team and in their businesses, believe it or not. It sounds like a lot of responsibility, but as we talk throughout this episode, you're going to understand why this is something simple but also is it's going to be very um, impactful in your team. So, if you don't have a team, Okay, start thinking now about what you want your team culture to be. What kind of values do you want your team to have um, and to share in their businesses? What kind of beliefs? And very importantly, what kind of behaviors do you want your team to have to be successful? Okay, um, how are you going to apply these In your team as you start growing it in your business. And I want you guys to start start thinking about it now. And those of you who haven't started building a team, having a thought of how you want your team to be is really, really important because it is much easier to start a certain level of creating a team culture versus trying to change it. Okay. Trying to change it once it's, it's gotten to a certain place. Okay. Do you have a team? Think about what your culture is in your team right now. And I want you guys to be real and honest with yourself, okay? What has developed as you started building a team? Do you have a lot of negative Nellies? Do you have people who are looking for a boss to tell them what to do? Do you have people that are constantly complaining? Do you have people who are... You know, just maybe not doing what they need to do for their business or constantly coming to you looking for you to give them tasks or things to do. How is the morale of the team? That's another way to look at it. What is that vibe? Are you happy with it? I'm gonna ask you that. Are you happy with the way that your team is headed? And that it doesn't necessarily mean it's your fault if you don't not crazy about your team culture. Um, if you're someone like me who can be a little bit of a pushover, doesn't really like confrontation, sometimes you allow things to slide into your team like that negativity, like maybe a little bit of mean girlness or a little bit of drama because you don't want that confrontation and you don't want to have those difficult conversations. So you kind of sit back and don't do much about it. But those things are going to slowly start to eat away. At the culture of your team it's going to breed more negativity it's going to breed maybe a little bit of drama and things like that okay but i want you guys to know it is never too late to improve or completely change the culture of your team the direction that it's going okay Jess and I are currently going through this now, and we we wanna use this opportunity to be real, raw, and honest with you. We are working very hard to change the culture in our team, to change the vibe, to change the values, the beliefs, and especially the behaviors. Um, and you as the leader have the opportunity to, do, opportunity to do that. So what would you change right now? Do you want a team that's more engaged? Do you want a team that's more positive? Do you want a team that you have empowered to um, believe in themselves, to feel like they're open to communicate with you? Think about all those things. Write them down if you have to. And a way that you can do this is, what do you need? What do you have or what do you wish you had from your leader? Do you, what drives you? Do you like recognition, community, goals? Um things that are going to um, challenge your team, like having a little team challenge. Are you masterminding? There's so many things that you can do to change your team culture and to make it something that's more positive. Jess and I were struggling with kind of like our bigger team culture, where things were headed, a lot of negativity, some drama was thrown in there. Um, And we decided to say, you know what, we're putting our bigger panties on. We're not happy with the way that things are going, with the way that things are headed. We're things have been happening, how people are engaging with each other. We're going to change this now. There's no more sitting back. And we decided to kind of take the reins on ourselves and say, you know what? We are the only ones that are going to change things. So we are going to start to lead our team the way that we know that they need, right? And the way that we we feel is gonna be best for them. The things that add value to us, we wanna add value to them. Um, And we are really excited with what we're doing. It's a big change. People are excited about it, but we want you guys to empower yourself as a leader. It is never too late. And though you are no one's boss, you are responsible for the culture and the vibe and the community that's created in your team because you are the one that's gonna set the tone. You are the one that's gonna allow or not allow negativity you are the one that's going to handle maybe drama or, you know, objection or negativity. And you're going to either take that and use that as a learning and growing experience from your team, or you're going to breathe into it or allow it to grow into something that you don't want it to be. Um, So we're really excited about this episode and to share, and I'm going to throw it to Jess because Jess is going to talk about some of the key elements in a really strong, great team culture.
0: Yes. And I love your explanation of that. Um, understanding what a team culture is, is really where it starts. You have to understand the definition kind of before you kind of dive into it. And we do encourage you to take a survey of your team. How is that team culture going? Like she said, you can change it. And that is the good and positive part about it. And kind of what we hope you take away with after listening today. Um, so I want to start my little segment here by asking you a question. I do that often. (laughs) Um, Have you ever been on a team before? Okay. Did you do sports when you were younger? And Veronica, real quick, did you do sports? Because I'm not sure. I I I did, yeah. I ran track in high school. Okay. (laughs) So think of that team dynamic with me here for just a moment. Okay. Were you part of a team that you actually enjoyed? Okay. Was it one where you stayed? Or was it a team that you feel like you didn't fit into and ultimately left? Okay. For me, in middle school and high school, I played field hockey. Now, I wasn't born an athlete. I wasn't born into a home with a mom or dad who loved sports or told me to join this team or that team, and I didn't join field hockey because I had a sibling who did it. I joined, honestly, because I wanted it to look on a college application, and I had to pick something, okay? <laughs> but I did enjoy playing field hockey, and even though I didn't excel in it, I had fun, and that was important to me. But I ended up quitting the team, either freshman or sophomore year of high school. Again, I have the worst memory, if you know me, one of those (laughs) years. Not because I couldn't get through the super long and tiring practices, which as you guys know, in sports, like those are awful, grueling workouts, Um, but because I didn't feel like I fit in. And this is true, guys. The team was full of the popular girls who were all BFFs, and I just wasn't one of them. I just didn't feel like I fit in. So I quit. Isn't that the worst feeling? And I want to know as listeners, have you been there? I feel like there are situations, whether it's at work, in different group situations where you just feel like you don't fit in or jive with the team or the atmosphere, right? That was me. Now I tell you this story because as we're talking about team culture and as you build your organization bigger, which is what we've been talking about in the last several episodes, you will ultimately fall into that role of leader, but also the creator of your team culture, which is really cool to think of the creator of your culture. Um, and you are actually modeling the way for people who sign on with you and want to be a part of what it is that you're doing and this is a good thing and as veronica said it's a great opportunity for you because you can create the type of team dynamic you wish you had or in our case you know feel like you need to kind of shift gears and change to be the way that you want it to be so it positively impacts your team Mm -hmm. right it's all about everybody's success and i want to share with you a few things that i think are so important when creating a positive team culture um and that is exactly it. The first thing that's the most important is that it's positive. Yes. Okay, um, you, you can see how easily and quickly negativity can spread, and we understand because I guess just in life there's negativity. You know, there's always that, like she said, negative Nelly mm-hmm. or somebody that is just negative and glass half empty. Um, but it really can spread quickly like the plague and it can go from one person to the next person, to the next person. And all of a sudden you had a positive team, positive people that are now all talking behind each other's backs. And right. that is not good guys. Okay. So some key elements of a great culture, which Veronica and I have created for our team, and we're talking about our team here, um, of a few key elements and that's, um, recognition, collaboration empowerment, good leadership, and allowing everyone to have a voice and feel heard, okay? And I'm gonna break these down for you simply so you can see how this makes our organization powerful and successful and how you can duplicate that for your teams, okay? So recognition, make sure to shout everybody out and recognize their efforts, okay? Some people love recognition, but small, large, whatever it is, recognize them and although veronica and i had been doing that we decided now that we're going to recognize them for all the things (laughs) like going live or your very first live or or if it's your birthday simple things like that make people feel heard feel appreciated and and you know want to be a part of that team that i was telling you about in my story um two collaboration okay you're part of a team guys you need to work together. That's, I mean, you could not, but I mean, for the success of the team, you really need to be working as a unit. And we know everyone has different skills, different qualities that they excel at. And when we collaborate together, you can create a powerful force in a really successful team, right? Um, empowerment. You are not going to do things for your teammates. And I think if you've been around long enough, you know that we talk about this. <laughs> Lead them to the waters, Allow, teach them what to do so they can do it, but you cannot do it for them. It is their business at the end of the day. Um, you can offer encouragement as a leader. You can motivate them. We do Team Motivation Mondays. Veronica is always the motivator of the team. She pops on and gives all her insights. We can lead them to success, um, but empowerment is a, is a very big key element here. Good leadership is huge, and I'm not saying great leadership. I'm not saying like just good leadership. Not everybody's perfect. We're not perfect. We're learning, but are you setting a good example for your team? Okay, and this is a time where you can do a little self-reflection. Um, and by the way, I'm going to put this plug in here. If you need to learn more about leadership, go back to last week's episode. We're talking about leadership, the good, the bad, and all the qualities that a good leader exudes. So go oh listen to that but my question for you is do you have people on your team who like to take charge or help you you kind of know as you get to know your team who's who's like talking up on the team calls you can give them more responsibility and allow them to step into leadership um by delegating not only that doesn't make them feel like they have to do anything okay you don't have to say it that way you're not their boss but allowing them to kind of move into the spotlight does a lot for them as a leader and also helps them feel like they're a part of the team, okay? So find others, look around on your team, see who's ready to move into this role and let them do some leading. Um, Your team will appreciate having different perspectives from different people. And lastly, and I think it's one of the most important, everybody has a voice and everyone should feel heard when you have a team and you start to grow um i just want to say this you are not their boss you are not their boss just because you're a leader and setting examples doesn't mean that you have to tell them what to do Uh, and it's important to let men or women on your team feel like like they're heard okay you are stronger when you're together and when you collaborate not separate okay and i think that's important and we've kind of learned that over time too so let people speak up, um, let them feel like they can make suggestions that would benefit the team, give them the credit for it and let them know that their suggestions are appreciated and valued. Yeah, I love that.
1: All those elements are so important. And if you listen to what just said, they're all just small, simple things that you can implement and nourish and grow in your team to make it so good. Um, people just need that little bit of community support, encouragement to know that you care as their leader. And like she said, you're no one's boss as a leader. It is just your job to guide them, to empower them, to let them know that there's someone there that they can kind of come to. And, um, you're going to create an amazing team if you add all these elements in. So think about these things and think about what your team is really strong at. Um, and what maybe you can improve. And this is gonna change the whole game as far as um, your team as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. So how do we do this? How do we create a strong team culture? Um, Something that sounds a little cheesy is people are always talking about, I love the community, I love the sisterhood, or I love like my team. And it's true because think about it, what we do in direct sales, it's so dang lonely. A lot of times you're by yourself, right? You are the only one who is responsible for your business. You're the only one that's going to make your business succeed. Your success in your business has nothing to do with your leader or your teammates or the people that joined with you, it's you, okay? So it is very, very lonely. You are everything for your business. You are your marketing, your shipping, your receiving, your, your bookkeeper, you're all the things, right? So it's lonely but nobody else knows what it is like better than other people in your company, other people in direct sales and especially your team, okay? So it is so, so important to create a community of people where nobody feels alone. I think this is huge and this is an element that is going to keep people not only on your team, Okay, but it's going to keep people wanting to continue to grow their business, to get through the difficult times that roller coaster in business that we talk about because they know they have a support system, okay? It is so important to know that you have someone that gets it because let's be real, we've talked about this. Your spouse's your parents, your sisters and brothers, no one understands what it's like, okay? They don't get it, they don't see the vision, they don't see the potential that you see. There's a reason why you started in direct sales, right? So creating a community where people feel like they are supported and they have people to turn to is so important. There's a lot of people on our team that maybe are struggling or there are businesses and growing as quickly as they thought it would, or they don't have as many sales as they thought they would at this point. And one common thing that they have said to Jess and I is if it wasn't for the team, I would have left because they have that community of women. That's going to say, I believe in you. My team knows this. Okay. This is super important to me. I say this to them all the time you may not see it but i believe in you and i will continue to believe in you until you believe in yourself we have a team of women that are not letting each other give up and having that safe space is so incredibly important because you never know when your business is going to take off so creating that community is so important even if there's people not on your team, you you know, we, Justin and I collaborate with a lot of other people that have nothing to do with our team that are in our business, but just having that support system is so important. And you as the leader are responsible for creating that community. Okay. What do you wish you had in a leader? What did you need in a leader? Did you wish you just had someone that you could vent to and talk to or come up with ideas with? Okay, so think about what you need because chances are what you need or why you started this other people on your team need because everyone who was attracted to you and wanted to join, chances are they're very similar to you. They have the same kind of values. They have similar goals. They're also looking for community or an outlet or whatever it is. Be inclusive and welcoming of all people. You want every single person to feel welcome to feel included okay you want to create a a community of encouragement support and like just mentioned empowerment you want to empower every single person on your team and when i say i believe in you until you believe in yourself that's a way that i empower my team okay a lot of people are scared. They're nervous. They don't know what they're doing. They feel like they can never, you know, they. we don't know how to do makeup. We can't go live on social media. What? Are you crazy? And you having that belief in them and also having that team that is duplicating you, that's also being encouraging and supportive and all the things, they're going to then be that for not only their team, but the, what we call sidelines, right? All, the whole community, they're gonna be that for them and having someone they know that believes in them is going to give them that little extra step that they need or that little encouragement that they need to keep going, to keep trying, to keep being consistent and to keep working at their business. If you didn't have a community or if you didn't have people that you can turn to, I know if I didn't, I probably would have left a long time ago. I would have. And I've said that openly, if I didn't have this community of women, if I didn't have Jess as a leader, if I didn't have my team or the other people I collaborate with, I probably would have stopped doing this and gone back to, you know, just working full-time as a nurse. That is why it is so important, okay, having that community. So I, I really want you guys to focus on building that, helping people feel like they are part of something. They're part of something where they have other people that believe in them, that want to see them succeed. You know how they say we fix each other's crowns, okay? So again, you set that tone. Are you open with everyone? Are you welcoming everyone? Are you shouting everyone out? Are you um, being that support system that you can come to me if you need to vent, cry, scream, if you feel like giving up, come to me. Please come to me. My team knows. If you are struggling, you can reach out to me at any point in time because I want them to know that they're going to have someone that's going to be like, hey, feel your feelings. Your feelings are valid. Been there, done that. But let's see how we can move forward because I believe in you. So I'm not going to let you give up. That's what's going to keep the people on your team staying and working. Okay, Um, you want to have open communication. You never, ever, ever, ever want anybody on your team to mean to feel like they are just a number. Let's be honest, that's how direct sales works. The big girl money's in building a team, okay? You make commission off your team. That's That's what direct selling is. You make money from personal sales, and if you choose commission from building a team, okay? No matter what direct selling company you're in, that's how it works, okay? So if you make people on your team feel like they're just a number, Justin and I have gone through that. The only time sometimes you get reached out to is if, are you going to place an order? Oh, I just need this until I hit my next rank. Who, who can you get to place an order? Or, um, you know, things like that. It just makes people feel like they're just a number. Like they, as a person, do not matter. Only what they can do as far as helping you, right? Like, help me. What can you do to help me? That's not, you're going to lose people because when people feel like they are not appreciated, like they're not part of a community, why are they going to want to stay? If the only time you reach out to your team is to talk business or to ask them like, when are they going to produce this month? We need you to do this. You got to hit that. I'm trying to hit a rank. Can you do this? It's very off-putting because it lets the person know, you don't give a crap about them. You just care about what they can do for you. Okay. And it's, it's, you don't want that kind of environment. So you want everyone to feel like they matter on the team because every single person has a strength. Every single person has something that they're good at, whether it's the person that's the biggest cheerleader, right? Or somebody who's really good at creating content or somebody who um, you know has other strengths, you need to recognize people for everything. Jess talked about that recognition. Let's be real, everyone loves getting a little pat on the back. We all love it. Do we need it? No, but it feels good. So Jess and I work really hard on sharing the little wins because the little wins matter more than the big wins. The big wins to a lot of people seem super atta- like unattainable. When I first started in direct sales, I knew I could earn a trip, but I was like, there's no way in God's green earth that I could ever earn a trip. There's no way because it was so daunting and it was so big. It was scary to me. Okay. But all the little wins you have along the way are going to get you to your bigger goals. So you as the leader, by shouting them out for the little things, you got your first sale. Like I tell my team, drop everything you're doing. Turn on your biggest hype song and have a dance party by yourself, in your room, in the kitchen. I don't care. This is exciting. This is huge. Oh, my gosh. You went live on your public page. This is amazing. Oh, my gosh. You did your first reel or your first TikTok. Celebrate. You—that That is you. You are setting that tone because as you do that, everyone on your team is going to do the same thing for everyone else, either that's joining underneath them. I hate using that term underneath, but um, that's joining on their team. Um, and it's going to create just this positive vibe of encouragement and support um, that everyone loves, right? We we need those things. So celebrate your team for the little wins because those are more important, I think, than the bigger wins. Make sure people know this is a collaborative effort. You're not their boss. You're not here to tell them what to do. You're not the only one that can share and have ideas. If your team knows that they can be open to saying, hey, I think it would be great if we did this, or maybe it would be better if we tried this, or I have this crazy idea that I wanna share. If you are a leader who's open to hearing those things and tries out their ideas, they're gonna wanna be more open to um, collaborating with you, right? We're, we're better together. We all have our own strengths. So letting your team know that that you're open because like Jess said, we, I this is how I feel. I'm no one's boss. We're equals. I don't care if you signed up, quote unquote, under me. I see you as an equal in this business. I see you as a partner, as like a coworker, as a friend. Not that I'm above and you're beneath. I think that's hard sometimes when people get into leadership and they see everyone that's there like below me, right? Like I'm the I'm the boss here, and you are my my employees, and this is how it works. We're not in corporate, okay, guys. So. If you make your team feel like what they have to offer is just as important as you, um, that's gonna create a whole just, it, it's so empowering to see other women start to believe in themselves and share their strength. Because if you take everyone's strengths and put them together, imagine the power that your team can have. Look at Jess and I alone. Jess and I are very different people. She has her strengths and I have mine. And we put them, when, when we put them together, we can accomplish and do so many different things. So care about your team as a person. What, yeah, it's great, you have goals. What are their goals? What are their goals? What are they trying to achieve in this business? How can you support them and empower them to try and go for those goals? Because their goals are important. You need to let them know that you care about them and their family, what they're going through, and just be there as a support and a sounding board, okay? And one thing just talked about, you want your team to be positive. There's something called toxic positivity, okay? And it's bad, okay? I have I've come in contact with leaders where everything is rainbows and sunshine. And if you come to them with a concern or you're and you're not happy about something and they're like, everything's great. Everything's fine. It'll be wonderful. Don't worry. Everything's great. That's toxic because it makes other people feel like they cannot come to you with a struggle or with a concern, right? And my team knows this, I'm very open and honest. If I'm struggling with something or I feel like I'm failing at something or I'm not doing what I should, I'm having one of those moments where I'm just like not productive, I'm open with my team. I tell them I've been struggling. I haven't been doing what I should be doing for my business. This is what I'm struggling with and this is how I'm gonna be better. That lets your team know you're a real person. It makes them feel open then to come to you to talk about their struggles, to talk about their concerns, to talk about things that they need help with. If you're always positive all the time, no matter what, they're going to feel like, I can't come to her if I'm upset or I'm disappointed or I feel like I'm struggling in my business. All she's going to tell me is be like, it's fine. Just keep working. Just keep doing it. Everything's going to be great. No one wants to hear that. Okay. Yeah, it's good to be encouraging, but you want to let them know that you struggle just as much as they do, but you're not giving up. So it is you who's gonna set the standard. It is you who's gonna set the tone in your team. People are looking at you and what you put out there, you're gonna get back because your team is looking to you. And all of those little things that you're gonna do for them is gonna then be something that they're gonna to wanna to duplicate for their team. And it's gonna create such a strong environment and a positive environment and it's gonna change your entire business. I love that. You shared some hard truths
0: in that in that <laughs> little spot there, but really, really good insights. So if you guys were taking notes, if not, go back and take some notes because those were some really good points. Um I loved the part about um feeling included. I think that's huge. Yeah. Feeling included in yourself, but also making others feel included. That's huge. Um and that reminding yourself that you don't need to go through this alone. It is lonely as Veronica Mm -hmm. said, and I forgot about that for a moment. It's like your community is here to support you. Someone that you can talk to because you are your own boss. You are working in your own office. And if you don't talk to other people, you can kind of get lost in that. Uh, But by joining forces and connecting and building connections, that's where the community is a really positive resource that can make us all do so much better when we work together. Okay, so we're gonna talk a little bit about handling conflict and clashing personalities. So buckle up, guys. We have spent most of the time today talking about how to create an awesome team culture, right? Who's excited to do that? But what happens when you're part of a team that is not so awesome or when difficulties arise? Okay, because it's a real thing. We both have been there and we have seen many personality conflicts over our time in direct sales. Whether we were involved in those, conflicts or not, they're going to happen. They're about to happen. And when they happen, we need to know how to handle them in the right way. And I'm going to say the right way. So as we all know, everyone is different. Than this before personalities, we come from different backgrounds, from beliefs, different faiths. So it's not uncommon in life to handle situations different differently, whether that's positive or negative. You have those glass half, half empty people and the glass glass half full. Gosh, I can't speak today. You get what I'm saying. But the best thing to do in these situations when they arise is to talk about it and to hear the other person out. When we talk behind other people's backs, we are doing the wrong thing. Okay, And, and it's inevitable. I mean, we all do it. But it's, it's definitely um, not the best way to go about it. So Veronica and I have seen a lot over our four and a half, five years. And we believe the best way to address problems is to confront the person causing the direct issue or to ask those two parties to handle this by themselves without getting the team involved. And we are talking about team here. And we know that rumors can spread quickly, things can get out of hand, thoughts can be misconstrued. And I'm gonna say misconstrued again because people like to think what they want to think of things, whether it's how that person meant it or not. Um, and this is something you do not want to have, especially when it comes to team dynamic, if you're on a team and someone or something is bothering you, go to your direct upline. Okay. That's the person that you signed up with. If you're comfortable, speak with them. If you need to kind of hash it out with somebody who understands, right? Because you might go to a spouse who doesn't understand what it's like, but if you need to talk about it with someone, go to somebody who you trust not kind of side chatting all the groups and all the girls on the team. That's not the best way to go about that. But the best thing as we all know would be to address it with that person. We know words, text, emails, all that can be misread. We can assume tones that the person may not have meant uh, and make our own version of the story, right? How many times has this personally happened to you? All the time, right? But the best way to handle conflict is to not let it sit but to think about it, right? Spend some time rolling it over, don't go running right to them, like super mad angry in the moment when you're like, your your fight or flight is there and you just wanna curse them out. (laughs) That isn't gonna go well. Uh, Take some time to process it and then talk through it. And that's the same in my marriage. Like this is a life thing. This Mm -hmm. is the best way to go about this. But another piece of advice, if you are a leader and you see something like this happening and there is no resolve that you see that this is coming to, you may, you need to step in to help to protect the team. Okay. If there has been a conflict and it has not been settled and it's causing issues, issues, now it's causing issues for everybody, right? You may need to speak up, right? You can reiterate your team's values, what the team stands for, or in this case, what you don't stand for or what, what's not acceptable. Um, and you may uncomfortably, and I'll say that again, it's uncomfortable have to let them know or this person know that their behavior is not acceptable and will not be tolerated on your team. Those are tough conversations that sometimes have to be had and we've been there, okay, unfortunately. But if things get to a point where there is no result and there is no agree to disagree kind of moment here, you may actually need to get your corporate team involved, okay? Most companies have an HR department And these people are capable of handling these types of situations. And I say that because it is not your job to solve other people's problems, but it is your job to protect the safety of your team's culture that you most likely worked so hard to create. Yeah. So you have two
1: choices, basically, as a leader. If you see something happening or you see maybe, I mean, okay, most of the time in direct sales, especially in the one we're in, it's basically women. You know how women are, let's just call it what it is. Women can be catty, women can be jealous, women can be a little snippy. So if you see something happening um, or you see some conflict within the team, like I said, I always tell my team, two options. You can either sit back and do nothing, right? Cause you avoid conflict and you just like, pretend it's not happening or you can handle it privately, but in a positive way. I'm the queen of voice notes. And the reason why I like sending voice notes, you will get a million and one voice notes from me, is because, like Jess said, you can't infer tone in a text message. So Jess and I can read the same sentence and t- interpret it two completely different ways. She can interpret it with, oh, it's fine. And I can hear it with an attitude, okay? So I do that because people can hear my voice, they can hear my tone, they can hear my inflection, all the things, okay? So it's so important and again i'm guilty of this and i'm always open and honest of sharing things that i i maybe didn't do right right we're all learning we're all growing um is you just let things go and you don't say anything but what i notice is you'll have one person that's negative and complaining in in the team and then once that starts it's like the mob mentality then someone else starts then the next person starts and it all starts snowballing from there if you don't cut it off right at the beginning I never suggest calling people out in a public setting because people automatically get defensive. I know I would. So take it on the side. Message that person privately and say, hey, you know, I know you're upset about X, Y, and Z. I can totally understand your feelings are valid, but we want to maintain positivity in a group environment. So if you're upset about something, let's talk. Let's talk about it. Or, you know, saying, you know, I it really it really wasn't nice what you said about so-and-so. Um, you know, you you don't know what other people are going through. Let's try and keep things positive. I understand maybe you guys may not get along, but the beauty of this is we don't have to collaborate nor talk to anyone in this business. If you don't get along with someone or you don't like their personality or whatever it is, you just don't talk to the person. You're not obligated to talk to anyone in direct sales, okay? So, um, it's so important to kind of handle things like that in a positive way and also privately. Okay? Sometimes it's just miscommunication. Sometimes it's just clashing personalities and it's going to happen. But if you sit back and just let things stew, it's going to create this dark cloud over your team. The morale's going to go down. People are going to start kind of like um coming down with it. If humans are inherently negative people. That's just that's how our brains work. So It's important to um, kind of cut those things off at the beginning before they do snowball. Um, I've made that mistake in my team. I know Jess has. Um, And addressing it with the person, even though it's uncomfortable, you are the leader. So if you're not gonna do it, it's gonna just continue to sit there and then it's not gonna go over well. Trust me, people are gonna start to leave your team because they don't like the way it feels. They feel like they're not getting support. They feel like maybe you know, someone's not treating them well or not appreciating them or whatever it is. And that is up to you as the leader. It is uncomfortable. Do you have to do it? No. But if you want to maintain a solid, strong team that doesn't have this high turnover of people coming and going constantly, it's so important to take these challenges and kind of turn them into a positive way, use them as a learning experience, and maybe as a leader, You can then go to that person and maybe start helping them work on their mindset. Because a lot of times those things come from something else. It can come from an insecurity. It can come from you don't even know. So having those conversations with your team or those particular people can maybe bring some other things to light that you can help them with. If it's something that's mindset related or if they're going through something that you didn't even know, um, you can be there as their support for that. And use yourself as an example to kind of turn things around uh, because no one wants that. And like we said, it's gonna go downhill very, very fast if you don't address things like that. I like to let my team know, come to me. You don't don't go to the team chat for those kinds of things. Come to me, talk to me about it because your experience may be different from someone else's. So if and if you don't feel comfortable coming to me, or if I'm if I'm what who you're upset at, go to Jess or go to someone else on the team, but you need to talk about it, but to keep that out of that like public setting, because we do want to keep it positive and encouraging and more problem
0: solving versus just bringing everyone down. Exactly. So you guys just know that conflicts are normal. They're going to happen. It's just how we approach and address them that matters the most. And that does impact the team. And and hopefully you can impact the team in a positive Mm -hmm. way or turn something negative around, but we have, like we said in the beginning, kind of talk to our team about this and how we made our new expectations moving forward uh, and what we're willing to stand for and not stand for for the benefit of the team. And that is a good thing to do as a good leader. Yeah. So we really do hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and found value as you listened in today. If you did, of course, as always, we would love if you would share this episode with a friend or even tag us when you're listening on your social media platforms. In the description, you can find our Instagram handles. But as we end today's episode, we want to know what is one word that resonates with you when you think of your team's culture? If you are trying to establish a team and do not have one yet, what kind of atmosphere are you looking to create? Okay, we encourage you to come up with a word this week and not only share it with your team, but implement it. Until next time. Bye. If you
1: found value in this episode, it would mean the world to us if you would follow our channel,
0: leave a review, or share this episode with a friend. Remember, we are going to believe in you until you believe in yourself. So say it with us. Why Why not me? me?